The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Here they come! What the hell are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. It had that effect like you didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> a show in which all others will be judged. A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a riddle wrapped in a mystery. Something, something or other. Inside an enigma. You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hey everybody, this is Gordon Whittington of North American Whitetail. I love to listen to Jim and Trav, you should too. Hi, this is Jim Jockney of Uncharted Yukon, and you're listening to Jim and Trav, the two greatest radio personalities in the outdoor world. You know, it's awesome what 150 bucks will get you on Cameo. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that site where you want, like, Jim Shockey or... Uh, Gordon Whittington. Gordon Whittington or Bill O'Reilly to say something nice, you just pay them. <laughs> you guys have never heard of Cameo? And they, isn't that the one they give you a, vo- a voice recording then or They'll something like that? They give you, like, like a voice recording or a video. It's like, hey, Jimbo's having a birthday. You can have uh, Sean Hannity say happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen that? It's, like, awesome. All right, so yeah, th- that failed big time. <laughs> We have a smorgasbord of outdoor pursuits on today's show. I'm pumped about this. Just now joining us, actually in a second, who is it, Jimbo? Hey, it's Gordon Whittington. He's the editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail. Yeah, plus you can check him out on North American Whitetail TV. Going to do a double header with him. Coming up after him, first time on the show, Captain Todd Jones. He is the co-host of uh, Emerald Tales. And wrapping things up is going to be Jill Gector, and she's got all the fall essentials we need. Ah, uh, to stay longer in the field. That's right. Mrs. Bunny, you sticking around? And she's with Cinch, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jill Gector, she's with Cinch Jeans. Uh, go to cinchjeans.com and check them out. Are you going to be sticking around? No, I'm headed out, boys. Where are you going? I'm headed out. Okay. Checking yeah. out. <laughs> Punching the time clock. This whole thing was a bust. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to Gordon Whittington. <laughs> and this uh, is the intro. <laughs> it's presented by Outdoor Yeah, just turn us off now, folks. Uh, it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and my Outdoor TV. It's a smorgasbord of outdoor pursuits this week. We're going to burn this place down, baby. Now, here's a two-parter with Gordon Whittington, editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail and charter team member and regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV, Wednesdays 8 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. You always say you're leaving, but you stick around for a minute. I know. I'm a I'm a Gordon Whittington fangirl. <laughs> she operates the official Gordon Whittington fan page. I should. I really should. On MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, just now being joined by Mr. Gordon Whittington, the editor-in-chief, North America Whitetail, and charter team member and regular contributor uh, to North America Whitetail TV. That is Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. And you can always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes where? On My Outdoor TV. Do you like it, buddy? Do I what? You love My Outdoor TV. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. Under- I didn't understand you. 
I logged You don't in. have to that's, be defensive. I know. It's only okay. because he was talking. <laughs> all right, so and make sure you get the all-new October issue. Uh, it is the annual how-to special of uh, North America White Till. It actually hit uh, newsstands. You have sweat running down your cheek. I am so hot, and I'm nervous because I like Gordon Winnington as well. <laughs> uh, he's, he's Mr. Gordon, how's it going, man? It's going great, guys. How's it going there? Going quite well. Now, the thing is, North American Whitetail, you guys have been around a long time. I started reading it way back when I was just a pup. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, you learn a lot of great things in that magazine. Well, we we try to put out a magazine, and we've said this really from the early 80s when when North American Whitetail started, that we really want to produce a magazine that we wanted to read. And, you know, if you follow that philosophy, you know, you, it takes you in a lot of different directions, but there's a lot of how-to. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of big bucks in there. There's just good at management information. We just try to cover the waterfront. Yeah. Now, Mr. Gordon, what's really neat is I love your annual how-to special because I'm kind of like a DIY guy. That is what I truly enjoy. And so let's kind of jump into ground blinds. One thing I want to pick your brain on is everyone talks about pop-up blinds, ground blinds, how we need to brush them in, okay? We need to conceal them very well because we we have all been out there and we put up our blind too late and got busted and it just kind of ruined the whole experience. So we spend all this time brushing in our ground blinds and making it concealed. Then on the other end of the spectrum, we have all these guys and gals going out. Not that there's anything wrong with it because they're fabulous. They're out there in the redneck blind, they're muddy blind, and it's on a tower 20 feet in the air. <laughs> We we spent all this time for brushing in. Now does it not matter because it's up in the air? What say you, man? Well, it's not so much that it's up in the air that's hiding it as the fact that it's been there a while. Ah. And, and and even a few weeks can make a huge difference in deer accepting any object, you know, foreign object in their environment. And that's one of the things that we see, and I think it's one of the things that hampers the really casual hunter quite a bit is that, he underestimates how attentive deer are to change. And and sometimes it's human odor that's left in an area building a stand or setting up a, a stand. But a lot of times it's just the visual, if you will. Uh, turkeys, you know, you can kind of get away with a lot. It's fascinating because turkeys have incredible eyesight, but yet they're relatively willing to accept a pop-up blind that has, has not been brushed in. And a lot of guys, especially using decoys, you know, they just throw the blind out there in a wide open, you know, put a hen, uh, gobbler or decoy out there, make a few yelps. Here comes the turkey, runs in, they shoot it, and they think, well, they can do the same thing with deer, surely, but it doesn't seem to work quite that way. Even using deer decoys, you still need as best you can to blend into the environment and and these pop-up blinds obviously give you the ability to do that especially if you use them properly I, I do think that as the hunters have gotten older on average and a lot of people saying look I, will, I own my own land I'm not I'm not just hunting out on the WMA anymore I I can put up something build something here I can hunt there, my son, my grandkids, whatever. We can hunt multiple people at a time. I mean, those those blinds are fabulous for that and uh, and very weatherproof and just, and they, and they control scent. I mean, there's a lot of positives there. Uh, just set them up early enough that the deer get used to them. Well, you know, I, uh, I read a story about uh, an old cowboy that he would urinate in, uh, in a scrape and always shot a big buck. And the guy said, well, why are you doing that? And he said, I don't know. It just seems to work. Well, that's the acid test for everything we do, right? Either it works or it doesn't. <laughs> and, it's, it, and it's interesting, too. I've had many people over the years ask about deer scent. They say, well, 
do you think this is the re- really what it says on the label? This is estrus urine captured at the peak of heat, you know, on a special <laughs> dough in a pen somewhere, and then rushed out in a velvet box to the hunters. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and that's why it costs forty nine ninety five. Well, here's the bottom line: is I don't even. I don't even care if it's what they say on the bottle. Yeah. I literally don't care. I only care if it works. <laughs> and, and, and if if it is what they say on the bottle, but it doesn't work, then that's so what? I just wasted. And if it's not, I mean, Dr. James Kroll in Texas years ago when they were doing camera work on mock scrapes, some of the scrapes they literally put, they went to the auto parts store and purchased a bottle of new car smell spray. Uh-huh. And that is how they treated some of the mock scrapes. Those mock scrapes actually pulled in more bucks than did ones with straight dough urine. Really? So, you know, you say, well, does it matter that it's from this dough or some special dough or some special, you know, moment of estrus or whatever? I, you know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I honestly think there's a curiosity factor in a lot of smells that, uh, in other words, there's some synthetic scents right now that have no smell that I can detect that smells anything like a deer at all. Yet if you spray them on a limb, like an overhanging limb or something on a scrape, deer will visit them. I think that has to be a curiosity factor uh, because it simply does not smell like a deer. Hmm. All right, Mr. Gordon Whittington, the editor-in-chief, North American Whitetail, and charter team member and regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV. That is Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel. Always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My Outdoor TV app and get the all-new October issue, the annual how-to special. It actually went on sale uh, this past Tuesday. Uh, now, you talked about mock scrapes in this October issue. You guys have a lot on making a mock scrape. You know, there's you could go out there and buy like the kit or you can do it yourself. What are some how to's? What do you do, Mr. Gordon, when you make a mock scrape and do you use mock scrapes? I use them some. I primarily use them myself, not as hunting spots, but more for uh, trail camera location. Oh, really? Yeah. And because there are places, Illinois is one of them, parts of Missouri are this way as well, where because of the of the fear of. Uh, on the part of the DNR that uh, congregating deer will cause the spread of diseases, whether it's CWD or whatever else. So the DNRs have, you know, taken the high road, if you will, and said, okay, we're not going to allow any baiting. We're not even going to allow any mineral usage, even outside season. Now, that's where most people will put their cameras on places like that, especially during the summer. Maybe maybe if, if you can't bait during the season, most places will still let you put out food for deer outside the season, and they certainly will let you put out a mineral block. But when you're in one of those few places that you can't or you have landowner restrictions or whatever that say, no, I just don't want you using that stuff, well, where do I put a camera? Well, a mock scrape is a great place to do that. And um, And if you can get deer to come by, even if they don't really – adapt it and work it like their own scrape if they'll just come by and check it occasionally or at least get close enough for the camera to catch them you've at least been able to inventory some of your bucks and so that's the primary way that i use them and i think there's a lot of ways to make them i think you just want to minimize human scent you know get something there that gets the buck uh, you know thinking that okay there's an intruder or a rival here and if you can do that, then he picks it up himself, and maybe some other bucks start working it. And then it basically becomes a natural scrape, even though the deer did not originate it. You bet. Hey, Gordon, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? Sure, buddy. All right. Hey, we've been talking with old Gordon Whittington. He's the editor 
and chief of North American Whitetail Magazine, a charter member and regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV, seen Wednesdays at 8 o'clock Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. That's right, and make sure you get the October issue, the annual how-to of North American Whitetail. It is on newsstands now. Better yet, get a subscription. If we want a subscription, Mr. Gordon, where do we have to go to online to do that, buddy? The easiest place to get anything from us online is NorthAmericanWhitetail.com. That's right. Make a mock scrape, and he'll uh, give you a subscription. Yeah. like that. (laughs) Or bring you a 57 Chevy. (laughs) We got to get to a break. We will return with Gordon Whittington right after this. Don't go anywhere. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Clogging up your ear tubes with a fat pile of outdoor awesome. Join the revolution now at JimandTrav.com. And don't move. The craziness will continue right after these short messages. Our species' relationship to wild food spans back to the beginning of time. It is our ancestral diet. I'm Stephen Ranella. To me, hunting isn't only about the pursuit of an animal. It's about who we are and what we're made of. This is rough country, man. You definitely earn every step in it. I'm not giving up yet. I live to hunt and hunt to live. I am a meat eater. Meat Eater, Sunday at 9 Eastern on Sportsman. Sticky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. And our smorgasbord of outdoor pursuits this week. Now, let's get back to Gordon Whittington, editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail and charter team member and regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, you missed old Gordon Whittington in part one. He talked a lot about mock scrapes and how you can buy a 57 Chevy. And ground blinds to hide from Jimbo. That's right. Uh, Mr. Gordon Whittington, he is the wittiest of all the Whittingtons. And he's also the editor-in-chief. That was hard for me to say. (laughs) Wittiest of all the Whittingtons. Anyways, editor-in-chief, North American Whitetail, and charter team member and regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV. That is Wednesday's 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. All right, so again, the all-new October issue, North American Whitetail, came out. This past Tuesday, Mr. Gordon, and on the cover, I think you have it's the typical record for 2018 whitetail buck taken in Ohio. Is that correct? Yeah, that's a really big bow kill from uh, from Western Ohio, an, an area actually that doesn't normally come to mind for Ohio trophy whitetails, but it's a huge, typical, and uh, really a cool story. The guy that shot it is a supervisor of game wardens, of all things, really? in Western Ohio. <laughs> and uh, he, he took one of his rare days off to go shoot this buck, and it's a, it's a great story. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. You know, you have, obviously, in certain portions of Ohio, there's been just tremendous bucks taken. Illinois, Iowa, all over the place. What are some up-and-coming states, in your opinion, Mr. Gordon? Let's kind of exclude, you know, big racks for a second. Just great whitetail hunting and action, easy accessibility. What are some great upcoming states for whitetail hunting, in your opinion? Well, there's a couple of states come to mind that while they're well-known to the, you know, hardcore guys at this point, maybe the public doesn't really recognize them as being anything special, but 
I do think particularly for the public land guys that are willing to work, and, and of course that excludes a lot of people, but uh, if you're willing to hustle and get out and hunt hard and see some beautiful country and get an over-the-counter tag, I do think southern West Virginia is one of those places that you know, is worth checking out. Uh, they've killed some tremendous deer. The genetics there are outstanding, and when they kill a big one there, it's a big one, period, okay? And so a lot of people would... You know, on the East Coast, they drive through places like that to get out west to where, quote, all the big ones are, and yet they're driving by places where on public land some exceptional deer are killed. And I say public land, some of it's coal company land, uh, reclaimed strip mining and stuff like that, but it's all beautiful big woods uh, deer hunting, and a lot of those counties in the southern part of the state are bow hunting only. So really, you know, there's a great trophy whitetail opportunity right there. Uh, if you want to go farther west, you want to buy over-the-counter tags, and you want to be able to hunt the rut with a rifle, have a muzzleloader season and pre-rut, long bow season, be able to bait, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. one of the states I would point people to is Oklahoma. They have a huge amount of uh, of land out there relative to the population, and a lot of big deer in any place that lies between the Texas Panhandle and Kansas just can't be that bad, right? I mean, so it's, you know, Oklahoma's a good state. Arkansas is another good one. They produce some tremendous deer lately, and uh, and yet most people don't ever think about Arkansas. Yeah, Mr. Gordon Whittington, Editor-in-Chief, North American Whitetail, and Charter Team member, regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV, and that is Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Jimbo and I have been talking a lot about a recent, probably hammering it to death, but the crop cycles and what is being planted and how it has affected our whitetail hunting seasons the past couple of years, you guys kind of actually dove into this in the October issue of North American Whitetail. What are you seeing these crop cycles? What are they doing, especially here in the Midwest, to hunting seasons? Well, that's yet to be determined, to be honest with you. I mean, even the article that uh, Dr. Clint McCoy, who's a very successful and, and passionate bow hunter in, in Illinois, he's and he's also a veterinarian, so he has a different spin on a lot of things related to wildlife and animal behavior and yeah. stuff. And, and also grew up on a farm, so he understands this from every angle. And, and Clint wrote in there that, hey, we don't know what's going to happen, but we do know what we saw back in the spring and early summer with either lack of crops being planted or delayed crop planting. And whether it was beans, corn, whatever, uh, some people, you know, shifted to Milo because they couldn't plant in time to do beans or corn. And, you know, in some places are going to go fallow this year because they just didn't get them in in time. Then you have crop insurance and all other kinds of factors affecting things. I, I flew into Omaha from here in Atlanta a few weeks ago in the middle of August, and I was amazed at the amount of water still standing around the edge of the city. Of course, that's right on the Missouri River, but there was a lot of backwater areas that I know normally would have been planted that were literally still underwater, even houses that had water, you know, up around them. And so... That's had a much bigger effect on on the world than just on deer hunting. Obviously, that's that's kind of a minor thing compared to people losing their houses or their farms. But I would say that as the water has come down, some of these crops did get planted. We do see that we've got green beans right now in fields that normally would be yellow and drying up, but the beans are still lush because they got planted so late. And then at other places, you know, when it quit raining like Iowa, it totally quit. And then they start having EHD problems. And so we've had, you know, there's the weather controls a lot of things in, in the natural world, obviously. And 
and certainly as it affected agriculture this year and uh, we started seeing disease outbreaks, there's it's clearly kind of some uncharted water here, no pun intended, because <laughs> we just don't honestly know you know, how it's all going to shake out. And then the mass crop has an effect as well, and it looks like a big mass crop in places. So there could be a lot more deer feeding in the woods this year that normally would have been out in fields, especially the fields that didn't get planted. So, I mean, frankly, who knows? I mean, that is the big question. We'll we'll see it shake out in the next few weeks and a couple of months, but for now, it's obviously a different kind of year. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Gord Whittington. He's the editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail, also a charter team member and regular contributor to North American Whitetail TV, seen on Sportsman's Channel Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. That's right. Also get the October issue, the annual how-to special on North American Whitetail. And again, Mr. Gordon, for those silly, silly, silly people, people uh, that don't have a subscription that is something they should do for their girlfriend husband kid next door neighbor where do we have to head to online to get a subscription north america whitetail sir well north whitetail.com is where you would go for subscriptions or to contact us or send us a picture of that big buck that's right this has been brought to you by high mount seasonings visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com jimbo who we got coming up next hey we're gonna parlay with old captain todd jones He's a co-host of Emerald Tales, uh, seen on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. Actually, Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, World Fishing Network, and Sundays, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. And again, make sure you watch Mr. Gordon Whittington, North America Whitetail TV, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sportsman Channel. Mr. Gordon, you're so awesome. God bless you. We love you, man. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Have a good season. The Revolution with Jim and Trev, connoisseurs of really cheap beer. Um, does this come in a 30-pack? Connect with the show on social media and the brand new JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. Humanity is responsible for endangering many species in both the past and the present. Man can destroy everything, and yet you put the right conservationists in line, and you give them the tools that they need, and man can also restore anything. If we try and work against nature, we are going to wind up losing. Hopefully, this is hardcore conservation on the front line, and this is what it takes. Wildlife Heroes. All new series premieres Monday, September 30th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Looking for your next off-road adventure? The all-new Yamaha Wolverine X2 side-by-side is ready when you are. Offering unmatched off-road capability with ultimate comfort, the Yamaha Wolverine X2 is packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality. With Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence, visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X2 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Chardonnay finishing sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. It's a smorgasbord of outdoor pursuits on today's revolution with Jim and Trav. Wait a minute, do you know what this is? Now, kicking off another two-parter with Captain Todd Jones, co-host of Emerald Tales. Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on World Fishing Network and Sundays, 3 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. See them online at stickyholsters.com. This is part one. Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, you missed old Gord Whittington. It was a two-part interview. We talked about whitetail deer hunting, 
really all over the country. Ahoy, mateys! We got Captain Todd Jones. We want to parlay. Davy Jones' locker. This man, he was in the Navy. He was a diver. He could kill you with his pinky toe. He's also the co-host. Emerald Tales, Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, World Fishing Network, and Sundays, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Sportsman Channel, Mr. Captain Todd. That was kind of long, though. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Good, good, good. How are y'all doing? Good. Now, the thing is, we're coming into that fall time, and as I understand it, fall is a good time of the year to get speckled trout and redfish. Is that true? Yeah, fall time is, a, is you know, the water's starting to cool down a little bit, so the bait's coming in, so it is actually a, a good time to uh, to start looking for speckled trout and redfish and stuff, um, and, and also out in the Gulf. Uh, the the gulf fishing is really good this time of year too. Yeah. Now, is it true that flounder are one of the most anticipated migrations of the fall uh, there into the coast of the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah, we you know doing the uh, when the water starts cooling down, the flounder start migrating out of the bay out into the Gulf onto some wrecks and stuff like that. So it's they're they're very good eating fish. So, you know, a lot of people are out here trying to catch them. Yeah. Now, when I when I order flounder and it's usually stuffed with crab, it's not very big. Do flounder down there get very large? Uh, Yeah, we do catch them, you know, some pretty good ones. Uh, You know, the the bigger ones, uh, 28, 30 inches, we call those doormats. Uh, But we do catch a lot of the, the really big fish, especially... In the fall, we know when they're they're eating on all this bait that's coming out, they they tend to be a little bit bigger and a little fatter. All right, so you're down there in a Panama City Beach, Florida, and you're a professional guide, you know, light tackle in fly fishing. Kind of walk us through, man. When we book a day trip with you, uh, obviously we've watched you a bunch on Emerald Tales. Love the show; it's fantastic. Uh, is what we're seeing kind of on the show of what we're going to experience as a client of yours, Captain Todd? It is. Um, we film just about all the shows here in, you know, out of Panama City. Uh, so all the stuff that you see on the shows, that's that's what we catch here. So um, I'm pretty much the, the shows that we do are pretty much the same charters that I run every day. Yeah. Now, having been down there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of oil production close by. So do you fish rigs? Do you go out to them or what? No, we don't have any oil platforms whatsoever in in Florida or off the coast of Florida. Uh, what we're fishing out in the Gulf, I'm fishing a lot of uh, natural limestone ledges and ridges. Um, I'm fishing man-made structure like... Uh, Ships that we put down, aircraft, um, bridge rubble, just a lot of stuff that we've created artificial reefs with. Yeah. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the water is very clear there. And so it's very visual when you're fishing, especially uh, for top water. Is that true? It, that is true. Our, our water clarity, it, it typically is really good, especially, you know, towards the fall, we get less rain. And I mean, I'm out on the out in the Gulf catching big amberjack and stuff on top water plugs. Wow. Uh, so we'll, we'll chum them up to the surface using pilchards and, and things. And then we start throwing these big, uh, rapala surface pros out there and, and you can see the fish all around you. It almost looks like an aquarium. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now you have a lot of different baits that you can use. Do you, do you catch all of those or do you actually buy them? Well, I, just a little bit of both actually. Um, some of the pilchers and stuff that we use for the chum baits that we're throwing out, we we cast net those. Um, we're very fortunate to have some bait barges here, so they go out and catch some of the bigger baits for us, uh, cigar minnows and 
pinfish and grunts and blue runners and stuff. But with that being said, we also, you know, sabiki, the sardines and, and herring and, and things like that, too. You know, obviously, I haven't done a lot of offshore fishing. Jimbo has. Uh, you, sir, are a guide. <laughs> now, is it true? Do you, when you're cruising like the bays, do you keep an eye out for the working birds? Is that a good tactic uh, in early fall? It's always a good idea to watch out for birds and stuff. Typically, if you see the birds diving and stuff, there's probably going to be some bait around there. And in turn, there's going to be, you know, some of the, the predator fish out there looking for that bait. Yeah. Now, you uh, you talk about a lot of different baits uh, that you actually can catch. And, of course, you do buy some. Have you ever, you know, you go a little east of Panama City, you get over toward Apalachicola. That's a big area for clams as well as uh, oysters. Do you ever use oysters for bait? No, don't, don't ever use any oysters. They, they don't, I wouldn't think they'd stick on the hook very well. <laughs> well, I'm thinking <laughs> you shell them first or shuck them first. Yeah, well, even if you, uh, even if you, you, you shuck them there, I mean, they're, they're kind of soft. They're not going to stick on there very good. <laughs> hey, we got to take a break and uh, you stick around because I got a whole lot more questions for you when I book my trip. Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, we're talking with Captain Ty Jones. He is the co-host of Emerald Tales, Fridays at 830 on World Fishing Network and Sundays at 3 o'clock on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. And always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My Turn TV app. Uh, this has been brought to you by Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. Hop online, check them out, stickyholsters.com. Now, Mr. Captain Ty, before we get to a break, man, uh, to learn more about you, Emerald Tales, get a little bit on your past, social media, stuff like that, where can we find you online, buddy? You can find me at uh, PanamaCityInshore.com. Also on Instagram, it's Captain Todd Jones. Facebook, I have a Captain Todd Jones on Facebook also. All right, more Captain Todd Jones right after this. Don't go anywhere. This fall, the hunter has become the hunted. Last week, while Jimbo was deer hunting, he was bitten by a rabid wolf. And on his way to the hospital, he was mauled and mugged by a bear that had contracted CWD! And now, he has a taste for hunters. And their blood. Roar! I'm a hungry hybrid wolf bear with sleep apnea! He's now scouring the entire countryside, and he's eating every hunter in his wake! Nummy, nummy, there's a hunter in my tummy. I eat you. Oh my god, your breath is terrible. It's the wolf bear. He ate Trav. Will the wolf bear with sleep apnea get you? This film has not yet been rated. It's the television event of the year. Seven nights. An army of hunters and a whole lot of deer. Unbelievable. Join host Jeff Danker and John Langston for Deer Week. It's a dream come true. We're hosting Deer Week. The best hunts, tips, and tricks. Don't forget that. This is a tip. This will save your life. And expert advice from the most seasoned deer hunters. Deer Week, tonight at 7 p.m. on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel. Presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors.
It's Meryl Schindler, Richie James, CEO of Hemp Life. I've been using CBD regularly for about a year and a half now. I started using it when I was diagnosed with a very rare disease, and the only thing that offered me any relief at all was CBD. Tell me about your CBD oil. We are a wellness company. Hemp Life is a wellness-based company. Most of my adult life has been spent in fitness and wellness and helping people feel better, look better, perform better. CBD is an incredible wellness-type product. Today, our company, we receive back so many testimonies from people, and every day there's a new one coming across. Hemp Life, where can I find your products? So you're going to go to www.hemp, H-E-M-P, life, L-Y-F-E, dot net, hemp life. Fantastic. Richie James, CEO of Hemp Life. You guys are changing our lives. You're changing our world. And so is CBD. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we talk a smorgasbord of outdoor pursuits. Now let's rejoin Captain Todd Jones, co-host of Emerald Tales, Fridays at 30 p.m. Eastern on World Fishing Network and Sundays 3 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. If you just joining us, you missed the first part with old Captain Todd Jones. He is a co-host of Emerald Tales, Fridays at 8.30 on World Fishing Network and Sundays at 3 o'clock on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. This man was in the Navy. He is so B.A., Captain Todd Jones. I love this man. All right, so you, again, you're down there, and uh, he's like, Travis is weird. <laughs> <laughs> you're down there in uh, Panama City Beach, Florida, okay? Uh, Captain Todd, what all species do you guide for, especially as we transition into this fall time what is like the hot ticket, man? What do most people want to go for this time of year? This time of year, uh, the fall as the weather's starting to cool down and the um, and the bait's starting to get around. Uh, I'm catching a lot of mahi, really, um, king mackerel. Start seeing a few sailfish, um, catch amberjacks, and then if we're bottom fishing, we're uh, catching snapper and grouper and and trigger fish. Uh, but then we also do inshore fishing. Um, our inshore fishing, we're going to catch speckled trout, uh, redfish, uh, big Spanish mackerel, and uh, black snapper on the inshore grounds. Now, how big do those Spanish mackerel get, like the real big ones? Uh, the Spanish mackerel, this time of year, we start catching those. They get, you know, upwards of 30 inches or so. That's that's more your your big inshore light tackle species. Um, oh, wow. The king mackerel, they get up, up to 60 pounds. We caught one on... One of the first shows this year uh, it was a little over sixty pounds that we caught. Oh my gosh! Now, do you ever uh, do you ever go after uh, ling cod? Uh, no, we don't have ling cod here. We have cobia in what we call a ling. Uh-huh. Um, the ling cod is more of a uh, west coast fish. Ah, okay. Now the thing is, in southern Florida, now I don't know about where you're at. Do you have a problem with lionfish? You know, they they say we do. Um, <laughs> I, I personally have never caught a lionfish on a rod and reel, um, and, and I fish a lot. 
Um, I know diving that we would see them on the wrecks and, and stuff like that. So there, there are, you know, they're an invasive species and there are a lot of them around here. Yeah. I've actually lied about a lot of fish. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little cursy laugh there, there for Captain Todd. <laughs> now, now the thing is, uh, you're coming into that fall time of the year. Uh, do you still have openings for booking, say, in October, November, December? Oh, absolutely. I have several, uh, you know, days still available in, in October, November for fishing. And then starting in December, January is, is when I start booking duck hunts and fishing trips. Oh, my gosh. So you do duck hunting as well? Yes, absolutely. I right, know surf and turf. Surf and yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, now, what all species do you go for down there? Mostly, what we shoot uh, as far as duck hunting, um, we shoot redheads, bluebills, buffleheads, a few canvasbacks, and then a few of the other sea ducks. I'm, I'm hunting out on the big open bays, so we're we're hunting on uh, hunting diving ducks. Oh no way! So can we book like a combo trip, do a little fishing and a little duck hunting? Absolutely. We call them a casting blast. Oh, so you do a, do a morning awesome. duck hunt and then an afternoon fishing trip. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like uh, you've got it going on down there in Panama City, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you need to come down here and check it out. Yeah. Now, you were born and raised in Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, and That's correct. You spent 22 years in the Navy. And thank you for your service, man. Uh, but you oh, were in, you. in underwater diver. Is that correct? Yes, I was. Now, how did you kind of get into that? I mean, wh- what exactly is entailed in an underwater diver? Well, uh, being a uh, Navy diver, we do uh, all, all kind of things. We do uh, ordnance recovery. We repair ships. Uh, salvage uh, ships and aircraft, uh, repair ships. Um, I, I just I got into it. I joined the Navy when I was 17, and I was sitting on a on a ship one day, not not doing something that I really wanted to be doing, chipping paint and <laughs> and, and and stuff like that. And I looked over the side and saw some guys look like they were having a lot more fun than me. And I asked what what they were doing, and they said they were Navy divers. And I asked. Well, how do I get a job like that? So they, they told me to volunteer to go to dive school and make it through there, and, and that's what I did. Yeah. Now, uh, going back to, to fishing, do you have a place where we could go to to take our catch and maybe they'd prepare some of that for us? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have a we, we do a hook and cook, so we'll take you out there fishing. <laughs> um, I go by, we have a local fish house that we, uh, we drop the fish off. They clean them for you, and then we have several restaurants here, um, in the area that we can, you can bring the fish to. They'll prepare your fish, have some sides for you. I mean, everything. Holy wow. cow! They got the cast and blast, cast and blast, hook and cook, <laughs> everything. <laughs> that is so cool. All right, Mr. Captain Todd Josie, co-host Emerald Tales Fridays, eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time. World Fishing Network Sundays, three p.m. Eastern Time. Sportsman Channel. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, test drive them today. YamahaMotorsports.com. Again, uh, Captain Todd Jones, where can we find you online to learn more about you? More importantly, book a trip and to find out about Emerald Tales, buddy. Look at uh, PanamaCityInsure.com is my website. I'm on Instagram. It's Captain Todd Jones. And also on Facebook, Captain Todd Jones. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Jill Gector, and she's the head gal at Cinch Jeans. That's right. She's going to tell us about their awesome concealed carry jackets. Uh, Mr. Captain Todd Jones, thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. 
The Revolution with Jim and Trav is powered by our amazing listeners and sponsors. Boy, we're going to have great fun. We're proud to partner with Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue after these important messages. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes, powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network, the leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. Attention outdoor adventure enthusiasts. Introducing the world's most off-road capable four-seat side-by-side, the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4. It's packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality with Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protect clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. As people who love the outdoors, we know what we stand for. We stand for fish, wildlife, and conserving places they call home. We stand for the traditions we inherited and that we must pass on. We stand for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. At Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, we stand together for you. We're discussing a smorgasbord of outdoor pursuits this week. Now, here's the one and only Jill Gector, Cinch Jeans Brand Manager. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. View their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, you missed a two-part interview with Captain Todd Jones. He is the uh, co-host of Emerald Tales. That's right. A, uh, fishing show out of Panama City, Florida. Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, World Fishing Network, and Sundays, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That is Sportsman Channel. Forget about Captain Todd, because right now we have Miss Jill Gector. She is with Cinch Jeans. She is their brand manager, and she is here with all of the essentials we need for the fall feels. You know Ooh. what that is, right? I like the foggy. You get to wear hoodies, jackets vest, stuff like that. Miss Jill, how's it going? Great. How are you guys? Uh, great. Now, the thing is, in the news in the last few days, there's been a lot of talk about the Second Amendment. Also coffee. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I just, <laughs> we just started off deep there anyways. Anyhow, what we're going to talk about today with, uh, with Jill is the fact that they have got some great products for concealed carry. Extensive line of concealed carry apparel. We sure do. We have a huge selection this year. Yeah. Now, you know, a couple years ago, since she's, you guys came out with a line of like jackets in vests that cater to those boys and girls that like to carry concealed and they work very well. Well, spring forward a couple years. Now you have an entire line of awesome jackets, whether they're heavy, lightweight, also vests uh, that cater once again to this need. Absolutely. They are popular. They are our fastest growing and most uh, popular items that sell out the quickest. Yeah. Now, you guys have a huge selection of different styles. One thing which I thought Jimbo's actually going to love is you have like a Sherpa line jean jacket that goes Ooh. back to Jimbo's motorcycle riding yes, days. Yes, it is. What, what was your motorcycle gang? Called the Night Riders. The Night Riders. They were totally bad. 
Christmas, Jill. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so let's talk about let's. Well, we kick didn't things have off. concealed carry back then. No, you didn't. You just tucked it in. <laughs> I don't know where you tucked it in. Uh, anyways, let's talk about it's this. Where I don't have anything anymore. <laughs> jean jacket that it's actually sherpa lined, right? It sure is. It's a great um, heavy duty denim jacket with a full sherpa lining, um, and it has um, our universal holster rig and magazine compartment. So it's also dual-sided, so it accommodates left-handed and right-handed shooters, and it has a great um, durable water-resistant finish on it as well. Now, is this a zip-up or a button-up jacket? It is a button-up, so oh. it's very classic styled. Yes, I like that. I like the jean jackets. Now, how does it fit? Is it kind of loose? Does it... Because, you know, some jean jackets people make, and I won't mention the brands because they suck, uh, they're just kind of rigid and not comfortable. Is and this- they're shorties. Yeah, exactly. How does this fit? Um, this is a very classic singe styling, so it's not too big, it's not too small. It is going to fit like a trucker, which is going to be a little bit looser, um, but it's not going to be a cropped length, so it is going to be a little bit longer um, than maybe some other different uh, denim jackets out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to give you um, some stretch in, in it as well. Um, it is a heavier-duty denim, but it is um, stretch, and so it's... It moves with you, so to speak. Is that kind of like the jeans where they have that? Uh, yes. Is it called the Renaflex or what is it? Uh, yep, that's our Renaflex denim, which is um, gives you a little bit of that stretch also. That's right. I always like always made fun of women that had that, like my wife, and now I have it in my jeans, and I love, <laughs> I love it so much, Miss Jill. I'm serious. Actually, look, I love when you can pull on it. it has it still? It doesn't feel like all soft, but it pulls, and so it kind of moves with you. It's nice. Yes, it's not like wearing a Kevlar jacket or anything. It's <laughs> a little softer than that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you have also like a bonded jacket, and that is something that Jimbo has, and he absolutely loves. And this is more of like your traditional jacket, correct? Yep, our bonded jacket is a staple for every cowboy out there, um, and we have a huge selection this year. We've got a whole bunch of different colors. We have charcoal and stone. We've got a couple different grays. Um, we also have some a canvas jacket. Um, we have different colors, different embroidery colors. Um, these are all um, have the durable water-resistant finishing on them. Um, they're also windproof, and they are uh, water-resistant. And yeah. they all have come with the holster. Sounds good. Hey, that was old Jill Gector. Wish I could say that. <laughs> that was Jill Gector. And, of course, she is the uh, brand manager for Cinch Jeans. And we got more Revolution right after this. That's right. This has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online. Check out their entire line of apparel at CinchJeans.com. You need to buy uh, their bo- – is it boxer briefs? Is that what you call it? Or briefs? Boxers, briefs, boxer briefs, whatever you want to call them. Underwear. You know, I just got a new pair of, like, the, the horse on them. They're, like, yellow. <laughs> I love those. My favorite. Oh, the yellow. cowboy, yeah. I love them. They're so cool. I know. They're great. All right, so we got to get to break. Miss Jill wants again with Cinch Jeans. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Stay right there. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. It's the television event of the year. Seven nights. An army of hunters and a whole lot of deer. Unbelievable. Join host Jeff Danker and John Langston for Deer Week. It's a dream come true. We're hosting Deer Week. The best hunts. 
tips and tricks. Don't forget that. This is a tip. This will save your life. And expert advice from the most seasoned deer hunters. Deer Week, tonight at 7 p.m. on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel. Presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sticky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim! With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. Well, that's a wrap. The revolution with Jim and Trav is over this week. This concludes our broadcast day. Let's hit the road. Remember, stay in touch with the boys and provide us some valuable feedback at JimandTrav.com. Not so fast, you'll get brain freeze. Hey, what a great show this week. It was the smorgasbord of outdoor pursuits with old Gordon Whittington. Also, uh, who's the other Captain guy? Todd Jones. Captain Todd Jones. And my favorite, Jill Gector. Jill Gector and Mrs. Bonnie, you were here for a brief moment, but it was beautiful. About sneezed. <laughs> I held that one in. That hurt. <laughs> hey, we want to thank our affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny and all the gang here at the Revolution. True fact, though, you don't want to hold a sneeze in because you no. can actually blow your throat out. For real? Yeah, like seriously, wasn't yeah. there someone that died? Yeah. Of recent? Held their close their mouth, held their sneeze in, and it blew their throat out like this. Yeah, it's also impossible to sneeze with your eyes open. If it blows <laughs> your throat out, imagine what it'll do to your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. Get outdoors this weekend. Sneeze with your eyes open, folks. Yeah. Uh, get outdoors this weekend. Take some kiddos with you. It doesn't matter if you're dove hunting, if you're fishing, uh, if you're doing a little youth season, maybe some early season archery. Take everyone along as a family. Get outdoors, recreate, but most importantly, hammer home firearm safety. Mrs. Buddy, last word. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Check out all of the interviews from this week, articles, all that good stuff. Also, uh, make sure that you are outside and have a good time because winter's coming and you're going to be staying inside and so now's the time to get out there and enjoy it while you can get outside because outside is where the outside is, not, is yeah. not in the inside <laughs> all right so we gotta go folks we will return next week god bless you thank you so much for listening usa you are the absolute best we love you Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.